Alright, what is happening guys? First of all, uh, I'd like to apologize to the uh, small amount of you all in the league or if it's uh, just some random people out there. I do apologize that I didn't do the podcast last week. Uh, Thanksgiving rolled around the corner. Uh, some things happened on Wednesday when I normally do it. Mom got COVID and then we had to do tests and then uh, I ended up being negative. And then by the time that happened, I got picked up by my girlfriend, went down to the Eagles, drank, then Thursday came around and woke up by the time the game starts. So I do apologize for piss poor planning on my behalf. Uh, this go around, it's going to be a little different. Uh, I went to go do my normal uh, pr- uh, pre pod prep uh, and print out my sheets write my notes on them, put down the uh, what other teams uh, give up to that position. I went to print out my sheets and then uh, spent some time on TikTok and then looked at the sheets, printers out of ink. So I have to order some ink. Uh, hopefully that comes in for the next week's pod because next week's pod is going to be a pretty important one. Uh, because really at the moment right now, we only have one team that's locked into uh, the playoffs. I'll get into that a little bit more. So uh, this week might be a little shorter. Uh, it might be better. You have you guys would have uh, to let me know how it sounds when I go over it with just looking at my computer and not writing down my checks or bringing up uh, what people what teams are giving up to that position. So let's get into it a little bit right here. Uh, let's kick off the standings. Uh, so in first place, we got Flint Tropics, which is team owner of Eric. He is 10-2. He won a nail-biter last week. I think it came down to the last game and won by two or three points. Uh, let's go over a little bit. Points four, he has uh, 1,507 and some change. Points against 100 or 1,165 which is the lowest points against by far. Uh, but, you know, you can't really make that argument that no one scores points against him. Uh, that's the reason why he's winning, because he has the most points for. Uh, so it contradicts itself. He's on a three-game winning streak. Got a little bit, 50, 50 bucks, uh, 49 waiver budget left. Uh, this is pretty cool. He's only made 19 moves this year. Uh, sitting in second place, by the way, Eric is locked in for the playoffs. Sitting in second place and the only player at 8-4, and four, which would be me. Uh, I have 1,400 points scored. Uh, 1,410 and some change. Points against uh, 1,252, which I believe is the second lowest. Not by much, because you also have uh, Peter, who has 1,283. Uh, I'm on a one-game winning streak. I still have 126 bucks, 25 moves. Uh, it's not the most. It is not even the second most. Oh man, I thought I was pretty up there with moves, but I guess not. I'm surprised that I'm not clinching to a playoff spot because I am eight and four, uh, one game above Peter, uh, two games above JT and Tim, which. I do believe are the, I th- I want to say that's the five that can get in. Uh, Erickson, I think I have a pretty good chance, might be able to lock it if I get a win this week. Uh, Peter's sitting at third place at seven and five, and uh, around uh, the t- same points for and against 
as me. He has 32 moves. He has a, uh, I think he has a pretty good chance. If he, I'm looking at the matchups now. If he wins this week, I think that does also help mine and his chances of getting in because he is playing Tim. Tim's in that uh, playoff hunt race with us. Uh, sitting in fourth place is Silence of the CD Lambs. Peter, or uh, JT, who's 6-6, six and six, he's going up against uh, Todd, who's 5-7. and seven. So he, everybody has to win. Uh, the thing is, I I play Josh. He's at 5-7. and seven. I think I might have a, a pretty good chance there. I have some bye weeks that is messing with my teams. If I win, I think I am locked. Uh, but I feel like if I do lose... But Peter uh, beats Tim. I think I'll be locked in. Uh, I think so. Will uh, Peter will be locked in if he wins, and I lose, he'll be locked in. Uh, the thing with JT, JT, if he wins, he still has a chance. I don't think he'll be a lock because if I think this would be the only scenario for him to get in because right now he's tied with JT at six and six he needs JT to lose one out of the two but I do believe Tim needs to uh he needs to win out he needs to win out and JT to lose one uh this week JT plays Todd next week JT plays Struss Kegman so I think it, he would need JT to lose this week uh, because next week he plays me and he has Jonathan Taylor on by Aaron Jones on by Chris Olave on by so it's going to be rough it's going to be fun to talk about next week because next week's the last regular season week but I'm getting too far into it that's really like the only people who can get in but let's talking about I don't I think because Struss changed his name to Kegman He's at three and nine. Everybody else is at five and seven. You got Josh at five and seven, CJ at five and seven, Todd at five and seven, Zach at five and seven. So it is going to be a little rough. It does suck for Struss. He's been, I mean, he has, no, he doesn't have the least amount of points for uh, scoring wise. That'd be Tim. Tim has the least amount of points scored. Still fighting for a playoff spot. That's pretty interesting. Uh, but Struss is coming in at second to least amount of points for. But he has the most points against. So that also doesn't help. It's rough. I don't think Struss is going to be uh, drafting Keenan Allen ever again. So there's that. So you got me, Eric, Peter, JT, and Tim all... Uh, looking pretty solid for the playoffs. It it really only takes one team to really lose. I feel like whoever loses this week, it's going to be rough to uh, get in. If I lose, it'll be looking okay because that means I would have to – I think I would have to lose out. I'd have to lose this week and next week, and then I think that will be the way Peter, JT, and Tim get in. All right, but I'm going way too much about it. Eric, congratulations. You're in. If playoffs started to, uh, this week, you'd be playing JT. I think that would be a pretty all right match. I might look at that going into next week since I'll probably be only talking about 
two games. So let's get into the first matchup here. You have Allen's Whip, which is team owner of me at 8 and 4, projected 122.23, going up against my Nutsack Ertz, which is team owner of Josh, sitting at 5 and 7, projected 110.58. I'm 64% chance favored here. So let's kick it off a little bit. Uh, Josh Allen going up against New England Patriots on Thursday. So I get a uh, Thursday night game, someone to watch. Uh, going up against Josh's Aaron Rodgers going up against Chicago. Uh, Josh Allen, the past couple weeks, has been looking okay. Uh, last week he put up 29.9, which is the second most, third most points uh, scored this season, so he's coming off. He's looking fresh. He's looking great. Going up against a uh, pretty good matchup against a uh, rival here uh, on Thursday night. Should be a pretty good game for him. Uh, but he, the past two weeks, not the last week, but the two weeks prior, wasn't looking too hot. I think he's starting to get back from that injury. And then Aaron Rodgers, he is questionable at the moment. He left last week. Uh, week's game only scoring in nine and a half points and Jordan Love came in you know I might as, you might as well just ride out with Jordan Love see what he can do since he's going to be you would think the guy for next season uh, because Aaron Rodgers is leading this team to a losing record uh, you could also add like the offense with injuries and everything thrown in there but Rodgers is probably going to be out this coming up week. I don't know if Josh has any other quarterbacks on his bench. He has Fields, but Fields is also questionable. If I could get a little stat boost here. He's hoping to return for week 13 against the Packers after sitting out last week. So, today Justin Fields was limited Wednesday. So, we might see Fields in there. Fields is also a nice player. What was it? His uh, non-throwing arm. Uh, what was it? His shoulder around there uh so he would be a great play too projected 18.47 so if i got to pick anybody it's going to be josh allen uh going up against rogers or fields it would be more of an interesting matchup if fields was in but right now i'm going justin jefferson uh first five receiver matchup up here i have uh josh allen i said justin jefferson uh justin jefferson going up against the jets He's projected 16.99 going up against Josh's A.J. Brown, and they're going up against Tennessee. He's projected uh, 14.7. Looking at it, Justin Jefferson has been relatively hot. Uh, his past three games, he went 24.8. The week before, going up against Dallas, which is sad. He got 4.8, but then the week before that, uh, going up against Buffalo, 30.3. So he's looking pretty solid going into the playoffs, and I like it. Uh, this week going up against the Jets, I want to say, no, they haven't gone up against the Jets this year. I thought they did, so we could have seen a game with uh, guard, uh, Sauce guarding him, uh, but we're going to see that uh, first time going up this week. Uh, I think it'll be all right. You also got to worry about... Uh, all the other options in that passing offense. I think it'll be an all right game for Justin Jefferson. A.J. Brown going up against Tennessee. A.J. Brown has been doing all right this year. Uh, past three games has been looking kind of eh. 
Uh, last week, 10.6. The week before, 6.5. And the week before that, 1.2. So, But last week, he didn't really need to be effective because Jalen Hurts was just running all over the place. So right now, if I had to pick anybody for consistency-wise, I'm going Justin Jefferson, next wide receiver matchup here. I'm not going to get too much into it. I have Gabe Davis going up against New England. It's going to be a tough matchup uh, for Gabe Davis, projected 10.2. Uh, but Josh has Jalen Waddle going up against San Fran, and we all know Waddle is having a great year. I think I saw the stats uh, for leading receivers. It was uh, Tyreek Hill at one with uh, 1,200 and some change. Number two was Justin Jefferson with 1,200 and some change. And then uh, I think Waddle was fourth on that list. So that's pretty pretty crazy to see two wide receivers going into week 13. Almost are already uh, clipsing that uh, 1,000 yards receiving mark. Two wide receivers on the same team. That's pretty wild. So I'm going to go ahead and give this one to Waddle here. Uh, next wide receiver matchup. I have Jerry Judy. Don't know if I'm going to play him. He's still questionable. Let me get a look at this to see what he's done. Jerry Judy's missed the last two games with an ankle injury, but he's able to return this week. Let's see what he did today. He did not practice. So when in doubt, I will. Uh, I don't have another wide receiver on my bench that is playable because D-Hop is on bye. So I'll probably end up dropping Jerry Judy to do a pick up spot start of a wide receiver. Uh, I saw DuVernay was out there. For some reason, Allen Robinson was at the top of my list, but I think he, well, he's done for the year. There's going to be slim pickings for the wide receiver matchup, but when in doubt, whoever I play, I don't think he's going to beat Josh's uh, Adam Thielen going up against the Jets. If Sauce Gardner is guarding Justin Jefferson throughout that game, I do believe Adam Thielen will be the target with T-Hawk. Uh, so there's that first running back matchup here. This is this is awesome. Uh, I have Ken Walker going up against the Rams. With Aaron Donald being out, I think he's just going to eat. And uh, Josh having Josh Jacobs. I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember saying that last year. Josh having Josh Jacobs. Uh, but he's been on a tear. Uh, what, he, what was his stat line last week? He had 33 attempts for 229 and 2. What was it, like 80-some yard run for a touchdown last week in overtime? Uh, pretty wild. He only scored single-digit fantasy points in three weeks, and two of those were in week weeks one and two. And he's just been on a tear. I'm surprised Eric traded him away. But he had to do what he had to do to get a wide receiver. So Ken Walker... Has also been pretty explosive, not as explosive. Uh, he's been getting uh, since he's start since he's been getting starts. He has been the starter. He has been over ten plus points in every single one of his starts. So he is reliable. He hasn't had one of those boom games like that forty five yard or forty five point nights. He's gotten 28, 26, and I'll be all right with what he's been getting like the 14, 18, 16s pretty reliable i'll take that uh so if i had to pick one gotta go with josh jacobs here next running back matchup i have david montgomery going up against green bay i think he is going to be the focal point really because uh mooney's out there is season if fields is still out i think you gotta ride with david montgomery so 
rest of the season for fantasy. And then on Josh, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, going up against San Francisco. He's been doing all right. Let me check to see what he's been doing the past few weeks since he's been in Miami. Let's see, 14, 21, 11. So he has been really consistent, not being the set-in-stone number one running back. But if I had to pick one, let me go ahead and check here. It's a pretty pretty similar uh, production, guys, here. But I'm going to go ahead and give this one to David Montgomery just because he is the lone back over there. Uh, going into the tight end matchup here, I have Mark Andrews going up against Denver. The past couple weeks since he's been back from his injury, it's not been fun. When he got injured, 4.8, didn't play the next week. And then the following two weeks, he's gotten 9 points, 9.3. So pretty uh, solid. Not what I was uh, trading for, but it would be all right. But he's been scoring more than Hayden Hurst, and that's what Josh has rolling up in his tight end. Going up against Kansas City, and I do believe uh, Jamar Chase will be back and playing this week. I'll let you all know more about that once I get to Eric's matchup. But yeah, I'll pick Andrews. And then in the flex position here, I have Lata uh, Latavius Murray going up against Baltimore. He's been doing all right the past two weeks. He's been the starter, 15.2, 10.3. I'll take that from a flex position running back. And then Josh has A.J. Dillon going up against the Bears, projected 9.72. Uh, last week had a great week, uh, but really an inconsistent player. He's been over double-digit points twice this season. Once was last week, and the last time was in week one. So I'll pick the reliable guy here in Latavius Murray. Defenses are always a toss-up. Uh, when in doubt, I'm giving the win uh, to me. And hopefully this win will uh, make me clinch a playoff spot. Uh, going into the next matchup here, you got uh, Super Lamario, which is team owner of Zach, 5-7. Projected 111.5 going up against Flint Tropics, who's team owner of Eric, sitting in first place to playoff spot uh, at 119.45. Going into the quarterback matchup here, Zach has Lamar Jackson going up against Denver. He's been having an okay quarterback season. He was hot in the first three weeks, but then in the rest of the season, he's been being all right. He's been fine he's ranked five in yahoo right now last week he had uh 23.06 but it seems like the past few games has just been looking rough for the ravens offense as a whole and i'm hoping that starts to turn around for the andrew's sake and for my sanity but he's going up against eric uh herbert going up against the raiders and it looked like last week finally we got a good game from Herbert having his best fantasy game last week at 28.76. With Keenan Allen back, ready to rock and roll and healthy. And picking an offense that I really think would have a superb uh, start heading into postseason play and regular season. I guess I'm going to go with Herbert here over Lamar. So there's that first wide receiver matchup here. We got Zach Stefan Diggs going up against New England projected 16.3. And Eric has Devontae Adams going up against the Chargers projected 100 or 
five nine. And it seems like even though we don't think Adams is having that great of a year, he is third on the receiving yards list. Uh past three games 10.9 29.6 23.1 the week before that also 31.6 so he's having a pretty good hot streak these past couple weeks and overall he's been having a pretty solid year but Stefan Diggs is having an even better year in my opinion uh, more of a consistent field past three four weeks he's been having to me, low games. When I think of Stefan Diggs, I think of his uh, before the bye when he had 25, uh, 20, 38, 22. That's what I think. But the last few weeks, 17, 12, 18, 11. And almost hit that 20 mark with 19 over there. So I guess I got to stick with... Uh, you know what? I'm going with the boom. I'm going uh, Adams over Diggs this week. Uh, next wide receiver matchup here, Zach has Cortland Sutton going up against Baltimore, and Eric has Tyreek Hill going up against San Fran. Not going to waste too much time even looking at the projections. Sutton's 7.88, and Eric has Hill with 16.66. So, off the rip, going with Hill. Not going to get too much into it. Next wide receiver matchup here, Zach has Chris Godwin going up against New Orleans, and Eric has Jamar Chase going up against Kansas City. Let's check on that Jamar Chase. Uh, Jamar Chase put back-to-back 130 yards to two touchdown games for the Bengals before getting injured. Well, that's nice. What do you do today? Today he was limited at practice. So I do think he might be saying he's feeling good enough to play, getting some reps this week. So if I had to put that against Chris Godwin, who is doing great the past two weeks, uh, last week, 13 targets, 12 catches, 110 yards, and a score. week before that, 8 targets, 6 catches, 71, and a score. So I think he's starting to heat up at a good time. Uh, I'll go with uh, Chris Godwin, the healthy guy over the so far has played in 5 weeks. Uh, first running back matchup here, Zach has Alvin Kamara going up against Tampa Bay. Uh, he's projected 12.69, but he is questionable in the last couple weeks. He's been rough. Four, 10.9, six, 7.7. Just rough. That whole uh, New England's or New England's uh, New Orleans offense is rough. Outside of really the only person you can't start is Chris Olave uh, and Eric's uh, Nick Chubb going up against Houston. This should be a juicy matchup. Uh, Definitely going Nick Chubb over Alvin Kamara. Next one here, you got Zach's Damian Pierce going up against Cleveland. I feel like that should be a better matchup for him that he's seen in the past few weeks, but who knows. Uh, he hasn't been doing shit last two weeks. Five carries for eight yards, ten carries for eight yards. So it's not looking rough. I have him in another league, and it's been uh, bugging me. And Eric has uh, Jamal Williams going up against uh, Jacksonville. And he's double-digit points to pass one, two, three, four, five weeks. And in those five weeks, two of them went for over 20 fantasy points. So I'm going to go Damian Pierce here. Uh, tight end position. Uh, Gerald Everett for Zach going up against the Raiders. The past few weeks, he's non-existent. 5.80. 
Uh, he's going to give you what you're going to find on the waiver wire. And then Eric has Cole Komet going up against Green Bay. Past few weeks, 4.25, uh, 19.5. Uh, that's really all he's done. It was His productivity was in those two weeks. Might not see that good of a projection if Fields isn't out there. So this one is kind of a toss-up, but I think I'm going to go with the quarterback play and Herbert. Uh, so Gerald Everett over Cole Clement. Now for the flex position here, it's cool that there's two wide receivers. Makes it a little easier. Zach has Garrett Wilson going up against Miami. And really his season is weird because he had Zach Wilson and now he has... Uh, Mr. White in there with White last game went eight for five, 95 and two. Uh, don't think he's going to have that good of a productive game like that going up against uh, Miami. No, Minnesota. Sorry. Uh, I would expect at least 11 fantasy points from him. Then Brandon Cooks going up against Cleveland for Eric. 8.6, 8.5, 6.2, and 0 when he didn't play. I mean, it's all about quarterback play as well. Uh, right now, I guess I might as well ride with the Mike White uh, and pick Garrett Wilson over Brandon Cooks. Now, if I had to pick someone here, uh, Eric had Herbert, Adams, Hill, Chubb, Williams. I guess I got to go with Eric here over Zach. Go ahead and click that button to pick to win probably been doing pick to win on here it would have gave me better numbers and everything uh next matchup here you got spank bank well, this is a key game this is the game of the week in my opinion game of the week spank bank which team under peter at seven and five projected 124.16 uh going up against watson's massage parlor which is team under t timmy Sitting at six and six, projected ninety. Ooh, ninety-nine point six. So let's get into this one. Uh, Peter has Jalen Hurts going up against Tennessee, projected twenty-four point seven five. He's been pretty, pretty solid. Ranked number three in fantasy points scored. Uh, he's been looking great. I mean, his past five starts, all of them were over 20 points, so you got to love it from that position. And Tim's playing the wild. Mike White, last week, what did he do last week? He went 28 for 22, 315 and 3. So I think if you get some of that two scores for 250, no picks, I think I think you'll be all right. I think you'll get more than what he's projected in 11.57. Uh, but you got to pick Jalen Hurts over Mike White. Uh, wide receiver matchup, Peter S. Amon Ross St. Brown going up against Jacksonville. He's been pretty decent in the past three weeks. 23.4, 11.5, 17one uh, Going up against Tim's Devonta Smith uh, last three weeks, 7, 10.8, uh, One of the main reasons I traded him is because I could get that somewhat productivity from uh, Gabe Davis, uh, get more of a chance of a boom game from Gabe Davis than uh, Devonta Smith. He has had one boom game, and when I say that for a wide receiver, it's over 20 points uh, with Smith only having one of those. 
Gabe Davis, I think, has at least two. I can go ch- stat check that later. Uh, but I'm going with the more consistent wide receiver in Amon Ross St. Brown over Devonta Smith. Uh, first wide receiver matchup here. Peter has Mike Evans going up against New Orleans. Uh, he's been looking rough 4.1, 7.9, 6.5 in the last three games. And Tim has Chris Olave going up against Tampa Bay. He's better 8.7, in the last three games. Uh, So, like I said earlier, if you're going to play anybody from that offense, it's going to have to be Chris Olave. But I think I'm going to have to go ahead and give this one to Chris Olave because if you had to look at it, uh, you got to think about which of these options are more more in the game plan, more that's going to be used, more that's going to be targeted and more relied on, and that would be Chris Olave over Mike Evans. Uh, next wide receiver matchup here, Peter has Christian Kirk going up against Detroit, which that should be a juicy matchup. Didn't have an RA game last week, 6.1, but the weeks before that, 27 and 17.6. So I think you're going to be pretty stacked right there. And then Tim has Christian Watson. Uh, last, God. Last three weeks, 19, 19.1, 30.7. I will be all right. It seems like he gets four catches in those games, damn near 100 yards in all of them, Uh, three touchdowns, two touchdowns, one touchdown. And if Jordan Love's in there, I think he will be uh, getting that same productivity. So... This is a good one. Uh, I'm going to take the low ball here and go with Christian Watson. Uh, so right now that's 2-2. Two and two. Let's get into the running backs. Uh, Peter has Rashad White. That's how you say it. Uh, past three weeks, 15.4, 10.5, 4.9. So it's just getting better and better each week. Uh, should be a little better uh, with this going up against New Orleans. Uh, then Jonathan Taylor for Tim going up against Dallas. That's a little bit of a tougher matchup. But past three weeks, he's looking great. 17.3, 14.9, 23.3. Uh, but when in doubt, you got to go ahead and give that one to Taylor. He is the more supreme uh, running back. Next running back matchup here, Peter has Christian McCaffrey going up against Miami. And Tim has Aaron Jones going up against Chicago. And there is a question mark over here. What's up with him? Was limited in practice today with a shin slash glute injury. Got to go with Christian McCaffrey here. He is the running back over there. Uh, can't really uh, limited his snaps now with Elijah Mitchell out pretty much for the rest of the season, rest of uh, fantasy season. So it's going to look good for Peter with that stand and tight end right here. Uh, he has uh, Peter has David Njoku going up against Houston. 11.4, 2.7, and didn't play the week before. Going up against Tim's George Kittle, uh, 4.1, 22.4, and then 2.6. Uh, one of the other reasons why I traded away Kittle to try to get the uh, kind of that... Uh, <laughs> more of a splash play from the tight end position, more of a chance to win with that guy scoring you more points. 
and Mark Andrews because he is the only option over there with George Kittle. He had that good week. He had that two-touchdown game. So with that, this is kind of a close one here, but if I had to pick a team that would probably be more pass-relevant, it would be George Kittle over David Njoku with Kittle going up against the Dolphins. Uh, for the flex position here, uh, we have uh, Stevenson going up against Buffalo for Peter. Uh, 15.7, 11.2 on by, and then 14.5. A great consistency uh, with the running back position there. And then Tim has Isaiah Pacheco, 15.1, 10.7, And I believe he was getting attempts as a starter. <clears throat> so with him starting, not too... Not too bad there. Uh, but I got to go with the clear cut. Who would you rather have on your team, on your roster? And I'm going to go Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, even with the checks here, it seemed like it was kind of close at the beginning. Uh, Hertz, Amon Ra, Chris Olave, Watson, Taylor, McCaffrey, Kittle, Stevenson. So it's split here. <clears throat> it, it would... Definitely have to be Peter. Got to pick Peter. I would like Tim to win just so he gets it uh, next week a little bit more juicy. Because if Tim loses this one, I think uh, it's pretty much going to be wraps for him. Because I don't think he's going to beat my team next week with all the people he has on by. Man, I really need to start bringing water down here and not drinking Diet Cokes. really helped my throat feel better uh next matchup here step i'm stuck with his team owner of todd at five and seven uh projected 115.45 silence of the cd lambs jt at six and six projected 126.69 and uh this is a must win for jt to really get in there uh kicking off the quarterback matchups here uh, for Todd, I got Joe Burrow going up against Kansas City. And it's pretty cool that Patrick Mahomes for JT going up against Cincinnati. Uh, past couple weeks, 18.0, 26.7, 19.4 for Burrow. Patrick Mahomes last three weeks, 18.4, 27.4, So that, I have to pick Patrick Mahomes here even though Joe Burrow is one of those top quarterback options in fantasy going into the last three games. So Patrick Mahomes over Burrow. It'd be a close one, though. Uh, Wide receiver matchup here. Todd has Debo Samuel going up against Miami. And last three weeks, 5.8, 18 6.1. So it's a little rough over there. But for JT, C.D. Lamb going up against Indy the last three weeks, 14.7732.5. Uh, <clears throat> just from the last three games gotta go with CD here uh, Samuel might get a little bit more involved with the running backs here with just Christian McCaffrey being the only lead back there without Elijah Mitchell so you might get more of an option of him running in the backfield and also getting a little bit more targets if they're trying to get the step count, touch count for McCaffrey to stay a little bit more healthy going into uh, their playoffs. Uh, but CeeDee Lamb over Debo Samuel. Next wide receiver matchup here. Todd has T. Higgins going up against Kansas City, which I believe he 
has been going off. Uh, 20.9, 19.3, 5.9 uh, for T. Higgins. But if uh, Jamar Chase is out and or limited, he's still going to get those high productivity games. And then JT has Tyler Lockett going up against the Rams, 14.3, 11.7, 15.2. Pretty solid receiver the past three games. Uh, definitely got to go T. Higgins here, even though I do like Tyler Lockett. I traded him in Dynasty just because uh, I'm not going anywhere in the playoffs. Uh, so I'd rather get that draft capital for the future of my team. Uh, but the next wide receiver matchup here, Todd has a shot in the dark over here with Joshua Palmer going up against the Raiders last few weeks. 8.1, 26.6, 5.9. So it's either really a hit or a miss. He gets his targets uh, 7, 10, 8, 10, 12. Uh, so he's, with the guys being out, it is looking like Joshua is getting the targets. He is stepping up, but he's going up against DK Metcalf, going up against the Rams as well. Uh, 14.5, 10.1, 12.2. So he is pretty more consistent uh, than Joshua Palmer. But it is kind of hard. To really sit there and rock with two Seattle wide receivers, really just a rock with two wide receivers from any team. But it's 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 working for JT. He's going good shot and in going into the playoffs. But for right now, I guess I have to go with DK Metcalf. Uh, if Keenan Allen was out, still I'd probably probably pick Joshua Palmer. But Allen is back and ready to rock and roll. So DK. First running back matchup here, Austin Eckler for Todd going up against the Raiders. Last three weeks, 19.5, 17, 9.8, and then 20.6. So up there, rank eight in uh, fantasy production. For JTS, Dalvin Cook going up against the Jets. Last two weeks, 7.6, 7.2, and then the week prior, uh, 22.1. So... They need to get him involved a little bit more. But going up against the Jets, probably probably will because they are a good defense. So you're going to need to spruce it up a little bit. Uh, but right now, I'm going with I'm going to stick with Austin Eckler. Then uh, for the running second running back matchup here, uh, Todd has Ezekiel Elliott going up against Indy. Uh, past three weeks, 16, 17.2, and zero and zero by and. Another zero. He was out those two weeks with injury and then the bye week. So he, he's looking fresh. And then JT has Travis Etienne going up against Detroit, which is a great matchup. Uh, but he's coming off an of injury. He got two carries last week uh, for .3 fantasy points in the bye week. And then the week after that, 8.8. Hmm. I want to think that Zeke is back. Let me check on the Travis ETN. ETN foot was limited in practice Wednesday. Uh, so he was limited in today. Uh, so who knows? I want to say he does have a pretty good chance uh, in playing. I wonder if JT pick up, picked up Jamichael. Did not. I wonder who did pick up Jamichael. Hasty, uh, probably ETN's out. I think that'll be a pretty good uh, play, whoever picked him up. But for right now, I'm going uh, Zeke. Uh, in the tight end position, not going to get too much into it. Dalton Schultz for Todd going up against uh, Indy. And JTS Travis Kelsey going up against Cincy. 
and just looking 13.7, 32.5, 17, 15, 12, 15, 30, 19, 15, 7, and 22. Travis Kelsey, I mean, he's the number one tight end in fantasy. Don't have to get too much into it. Uh, for the flex position here, tight ass Cordell Patterson going up against Pittsburgh. Uh, past few weeks, 8.6, 10.9, 2. I think that was the game he got injured. And then, uh, no, I don't think he got injured. Could have. Uh, 17.8, and then all those weeks he was out with the injury. Uh, then JTS, Gus Edwards going up against Denver. Uh, he's only had, what, three games? 9.2, 6.5, uh, But I do think J.K. Dobbins is pra- getting back to practice today or did practice today. So if he is playing, it's going to take away from Gus. So I will go Cordell Patterson picking a winner. Let's see, I did Mahomes, CD, T, DK, Eckler, Zeke. Yeah, the checks go to JT side. So JT will get the win over Todd, and I think that will also lock him into the playoffs. Let's see, last game that I got. Oh, man, Kegman. Great, great name. Great name, Struss. Uh, Struss is sitting at 3-9, and nine, projected 100 points. Freed Brittany Griner, which is team owner of CJ, at 5-7, projected 113.63. Kicking it off with the quarterback matchup here. You got Struss with Trevor Lawrence going up against Detroit in the past three games, 24.9, So he's looking pretty solid for fantasy. And then, ooh, CJ playing Deshaun Watson, cone up against Houston. Mm. That's going to be a fun one just to watch. Uh, but I'm not going to give him the nod over Trevor Lawrence. The man hasn't played football in damn near two seasons. So... Trevor Lawrence over Deshaun Watson. Uh, first wide receiver matchup here. Stress has Keenan Allen going up against the Raiders. And there's not much history going back. Let's see, 13.49. And then he's been hurt. He tried to come back earlier before the bye. Got 2.1. Uh, so I think it'll be an all right game for him. I think Keenan Allen will be back and ready to rock and roll as the normal Keenan Allen. But CJ has Terry McLaurin going up against the Giants in the past three weeks. Seven. 7, 16, 8. So, he was he was out there. Uh, I'm going to go with Keenan Allen here. I'm going to go Keenan Allen over Terry McLaurin. And then we have next wide receiver matchup, Amari Cooper going up against Houston. And for CJ, Michael Pittman going up against Dallas. Uh, Michael Pittman in the last three weeks, 15, 10, 8. And then for Amari Cooper, which having a new quarterback so it'll be a little different 12.9 27 and 4 I would have to say Amari Cooper just because I think if they are passing I think Watson at the moment will just be going to the guy they're paying the most money in the wide receiver group but it is against Houston uh, if I do remember correctly, they don't give up that many fantasy points to the wide receivers throughout this season. So Nick Chubb will be looking juicy in this week. Uh, but yeah, we'll go Mari Cooper. Last wide receiver matchup, 
Uh, Stress has Jacoby Myers going up against Buffalo, which is going to be tough. 7.7, 7.2 by, and 4.9. This is his last three games. And CJ has Brandon Ayu going up against Miami. 9, 15, 9.4. The past few games, so it's a little bit better. I guess I'll go with the numbers here. And kind of the matchup with uh, Miami being more of a shootout. I think it's going to be a little cold up there in Buffalo on Thursday. And, uh, I don't know, Mac Jones has been hot and cold. Even in the game, he looks hot. Same games, he's looking cold. Uh, so I'll go Brandon Ayuk here. Uh, first running back matchup here, Struss has Derrick Henry going up against Philly. And CJ has Saquon Barkley going up against Washington. I think it doesn't matter who these guys are playing. They're going to put up points. Derrick Henry the past three weeks, 13, 24, and 7. That 7 looks a little rough there. And then CJ, Saquon Barkley, past three weeks, 13, 4, and 22. So it's kind of the same. But if I had to pick anybody with their matchup, I'm going Saquon Barkley over Derrick Henry. Uh, next running back matchup here. Struss has Gibson going up against the Giants, and he's he's usable. 6.9, 11, 13 is his last three games. So I think he's looking all right to start if you don't have anybody else. Going up against CJ's Joe Mixon against the Kansas City Chiefs. Last week he didn't play, but the week before, 7, bye week, 53, and then 9. This is his last three games he's played in. It's so crazy that 53 fantasy points. Uh, with a healthy team, him coming back from injury, I still think I got to go with Joe Mixon here. I don't think it really is that hard to decide on that one. Uh, tight end position here. Stress has John Johnson, Jawan, Jawan Johnson, uh, zero. Off two targets, 12, 12, 11. Uh, it was his last four games. But I haven't seen T-Hawk's stats, but I know he's been having hella targets when he gets there. Uh, last three games, 12.8, 5, 8, 11, but he gets six targets, nine targets, ten targets, nine targets since uh, coming over to Minnesota. So he gets his targets. He gets a lot more opportunities. I'm going to go with uh, Juwan, or not Juwan. Ooh. Maybe I should, but I'm not going with TJ Hawkinson. Uh, for the flex, Struss has Alan Lazard going up against Chicago. 3-8-6 was his last three games. And CJ has Miles Sanders going up against Tennessee. 29-5-5. I would have to go with... Mm, Alan Lazard with a new quarterback potentially in love. The full game might rely on his veteran wide receiver. But Miles Sanders is in one of the best running offenses in the game right now. I'm going to go with the safe pick and Miles Sanders. Uh, overall, if I had to pick someone to win this one, Trevor Lawrence. I have. I'm going to go with the underdog and Struss here. Let Struss rock out with a win. And he could potentially sneak out of here. 
not getting the keg. Let's see if I could do a quick little thing. How many points does CJ have? Zach has. Uh, if Struss blows up this week and next week and gets two wins and puts up points, there's a slim chance Struss can get out with a uh, without buying the cake. But all right, guys, that will do it. Uh, I picked V over Josh, Eric over Zach, uh, Peter over Tim, JT over Todd, and Struss over CJ. Uh, so there's that. To be honest, I didn't like how this episode went since I didn't have my sheets in front of me. I felt a little bit more unorganized, so that is my apology, guys. I will try to do better next week, and then the week after starts the playoffs. And I think I'll have to, uh, maybe I'll see if everybody can get on a Zoom uh, who's involved in uh, the games and see if we can all sit there and go over the matchups together. But all right, guys, have a good fantasy week. I'll catch you all soon.